Welcome to another stop at the depot. This is a little talk back when we record for ghosts on a train. And I'm your conductor, Greg. I run the game and kind of this discussion. I'm Hannah. Usually I play Andrew Anderson, um, but not today. Today I'm here to um, regale you with my thoughts and opinions i'm guy usually i play pip uh usually it's also earlier when we record but life happens this is probably gonna be the low energy today uh hey i'm stefan usually i play drix and i am chugging my second can of monster right now oh that was great uh i'm zan uh i normally don't play anything but for a few episodes i played uh indigo codename brogan and uh i don't know uh, don't don't even worry y'all i've got enough energy for everybody oh thank you saving grace there we go (laughs) zan's here to talk about the line uh the line to uh Was, was the friendship coalition let me tell you, that was a while ago. The Friendship Coalition. Yeah. It was it was uh, a while ago uh, on account of the, the we recorded it and it was really great. Uh, and then as I was editing and releasing it, uh, went through uh, a bunch of life change and other shit. But uh, but that's that's that. Zan, uh, Zan, you're here. You're our, our, our good good broken boy, Friendship Coalition uh, organizer. But in real life, uh, you're you're on Emergent Code, which had a, a great start. Conflicting schedules, internet outages, moving, uh, unfortunate lot. legislation being passed. It's it's a lot. It's kind of throwing a lot of a lot of wrenches into the into the old uh, emergent code system. But we're still releasing uh, once a month right now. We've we've started re- recording, so we're getting the batches nice. back up. So we're getting there. Our our home game group uh, played uh, your game. Was this big? I, th- I think you had some news about that. Yeah, um, I, I mean, if we're talking about it here, I guess I will. I will have to release it and put it on itch before I mean, this I episode also, goes I out. Get rid of it. I can also get rid of it. I, just, no, I, no, no. It is. It is said. It is committed. It is done. This is. It is written on the tablets of old. It shall be out now. Uh, typos and everything. You know what? We're keeping you honest, Zan. That's what it is. What what led to Zan being on Ghosts on a Train uh, was a MadCon panel that uh, we were both a part of uh, about uh, actual play and improv, and it ended up being also about like like safety tools, um, that sort of thing. Uh, and at that panel, I ended up being like, "I want all you folks on Ghosts on a Train." Uh, and Zan, so far, you're the first in that illustrious group. Yes. First guest that we didn't like somehow personally know, uh, and you know, playing a game with someone leaves you feeling like you know, you're friends. Uh, and I've also seen Zan in real life now. Friend of the show, Zan. Yes, official friend of the official friend of the the show of the show, the show, the, the, the friends of the show. Yes, uh, friend friend of the sh- that makes Guys, my heart Zan's, feel warm. Zan's shredded. 
When I saw Zan in real life, Zan is shredded. Okay, down boy. It was at the Renaissance Fair, uh, and Zan's outfit involved a vest and no shirt or anything. I hear Zan has an eight pack. I'm glad someone made the joke. Zan has an eight pack. I mean, I only had an eight pack because I drank a few of the beers before I got to the the fair. You know, I I did. I walked in with a twelve pack. All right. Look, I, what, what you what you did miss though was that I, you know, I did have the barbarian look going on, but unfortunately, they gave me a bow at one point, and I accidentally embedded one of those like black tipped arrows into the wood. No, like fifteen feet before you got to the target, like in the little overhead shed area, just. Cannot give me a bow. <laughs> it's not a good plan. Understood. Did that with an axe at that same Ren Fair once. <laughs> yes. So Madame Shams uh, was a, a looming thing that was from a suggestion uh, that I think Mask sent in. <laughs> um, friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show, Mask. Uh, and we already decided it would be like a temporary car. Uh, and so then with the previous line, I wanted to restore some morale. And I remembered from the Madicon panel, I was like, Zan, Zan mentioned being like a therapeutic DM. And like, like that's, that's the person. That's the one. That's the vibe. And then I forget, I genuinely forget like which of us, uh, thought up of the unionization aspect of it. Like that, obviously that was a thing that was like in my head as like a thing that could happen. But I forget if you were the one who was like, <laughs> what if they started a union? I think what happened was, you tossed that out as like a thing that had been going on, but I, you you weren't like saying you're playing someone who's starting a union. Then you tossed it and a few other things out there. And I had uh, just recently listened to the absolutely terrifying body horror of the physiker. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, and all that upsetting. Ooh, that was that was unexpected. Um, but I you know you dropped a name and said nothing other than he's a chump brogan's a chump so i had i was like well i don't i don't know if brogan's canon or if they've interacted with brogan before but brogan would be pretty <laughs> cool be good to play a chump how i want to be a chump <laughs> yeah god yeah yeah i do remember actually you mentioning like hey could i be I mean, this guy, and I was like immediately like one surprised that you would listen, and two like <laughs> surprised you would like listen with enough intent to be like, oh, that's a name. <laughs> I do my homework. Zen, don't fuck around. Got a four on Ghosts on a Train. I mean, that's good because I my other GPA was not. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Genuinely, the reason why it was broken because because in the heat of the moment, when you look at that sheet. <laughs> <laughs> like your eyes naturally fall on the first letters of the alphabet, and I saw the B, and I was like, I know for sure we haven't used broken. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a broy name. It is a broy name. It is. It's it's there. It's there in the name. I imagine that Brogan's real name was Logan, and then just such a fuckboy that they they twisted that around to Brogan. But then, like, you're like not you're broy, but you're not a fuckboy. Because let me let me bring up another thing. So you're cold open. Uh, that was something that, like, I really wanted to be, like, different. I had no plans for it to involve ghosts at all. I wanted to, you know, we're doing the union stuff. But I did have in my head, like, the possibility of physical violence. But, like, you, like, really deftly avoided all that. 
like it was still tense and compelling, but the entire time you were like, you you maneuvered away from just the straight up violence, and that kind of like really set a tone for for me with your character, and also I think with the the episode. <laughs> yeah, it was it was uh, that guy was was a real prick, and I am happy that I got to help him eat some humble pie. But yeah, I don't know. It felt like I want to be, I don't know. Want to be a, it, it is it is optimistic for a little fantasy world to be able to be a good person and not have to be violent to get good things done. Uh, so I was just enjoying playing in that space for a second. It was it's nice. It was really nice. <laughs> oh, the next thing, the next thing uh, after all that cold open, uh, the start stuff. Okay, so uh, <laughs> hey everybody. Uh, <laughs> so this line uh, was a couple different recordings all put together for various reasons, including uh, the pip date. Mm-hmm. We recorded that like days afterwards because straight up, I mean, I think I think I've heard other actual plays talk like it's you know a romantic scene is kind of awkward to do with other people just kind of there. <laughs> you all need to get less shame. <laughs> Every single romantic scene I've ever done has been with other people just there. I mean, that's I don't even like that for like <laughs> real dates. But I want no other people around. <laughs> but what I did tell Guy was the uh, the strength was ultimatum. That was that was in my head. I was like, no, no matter when that date ended up happening. So in another life, it could have happened like a couple like uh, a layover or two before. Because I think we we like were tossing it around, and it just so happened to coincide with the collective action guest. Serendipity. So, guy, how <laughs> how do you feel about Pip and Candace? What what are you hoping for? <laughs> uh, honestly, it's a very difficult question to answer because genuinely, I don't think of Pip as like anything other than just he's kind of not a good person. And I don't think that he should get good things. So this very, like, odd moment of, like, actual kind of tenderness and emotional intimacy was just, like, I, it was weird. But also, it's fun because you're, you're in a role-playing game, and part of the enjoyment of role-playing is being able to explore uh, things that are uncomfortable in a safe space. And your uncomfortable thing is Pip getting good things? Yeah, I mean, I'm uncomfortable with any kind of relationship thing in games. Just like I, I just don't like it. It's just not something I think about or enjoy. So, like, I didn't, I didn't get to super, uh, like, well, uh, you know, Brogan didn't get to hang out with, uh, with pre or or really like post date, uh, Pippin all that much, but like. How how was it like Pippin was he was in like a different get up, right? Like he was he was looking fancy, feeling fly? And marginally. It his hair was in a ponytail, right? His hair is usually in a ponytail, but it's generally pretty greasy. Mm. I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> so so the kind of negging relationship of Pip and Candace, that's kinda of like what like that's that is that like a comfortable spot for you, or is that just where it's landed? Uh, I think that's just kind of where it's landed. I mean, it is fun. I I like how it's a little more playful, but yeah, it's it's 
it is a space that I generally don't really explore in TTRPGs, and I got to do that, and that was pretty fun. That's cool. Thumbs up. <laughs> I've, I've got, like, notes for all the talkbacks, uh, things that, are, like, that come to me when I'm, like, editing. So, uh, oh, here's the thing I wrote down here. Madame Shams itself plays so little into this line, and that's fine, because its existence is the joke. <laughs> Like, there wouldn't be substance if, like, okay, here's the thing. Uh, these these three naturally don't trust any guests until, like, they, <laughs> they prove that they're not here to fuck with you guys. And I'm just imagining the alternate universe where, like, Zan, you were playing, like, Madame Shams Swindler. Like, I mean, maybe we could have fun, but there would be, like, so little substance to, like, yeah, and then he robs you, I guess. <laughs> we all immediately greet him with suspicion, and then he proves us correct. <laughs> I mean, that's happened many times before. That is it's, true. It's interesting. Greg, you've, like, trained us in, like... Everyone knows, like, in comics, like, there's the bit where the, the two heroes cross over the first time, and they've always got to fight at first, and then, like, they kind of resolve and come together. Greg has basically trained us of just, like, we always need to, like, fight and be, like, wary of whoever comes near us. It's just our trope now. There was a time we were bright-eyed and bushy, <laughs> bushy-tailed and thought the world of our guests. And you kept fucking us. I'm working so hard. Like, listen, <laughs> the problem is, the problem is, it's not the quantity of bad guests. It's definitely the quality. Oh. The overwhelming amount of guests have, have, like, they've had secrets, but they're not bad for you. It's not, it's not the quantity of bad guests. It's the order. Because <laughs> the first, like, four of the podcast had some kind of vaguely sinister secret. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Each of their secrets came at a time when, or came at a time when, like, something outside of that secret was also super sinisterly happening. So it made us double suspicious of their secret. <laughs> I, was in, I was in edgy, edgy Victorian uh, times mode where I was like, oh, everybody's, nobody's perfect. Everybody's, everybody's got something fucked up because this world's fucked up. But it's cool. <laughs> You've made me into like I I there's like I feel like sometimes with guests I have like the most annoying guy in the movie theater uh syndrome now where the moment they come in I'm like okay what I like Andrew goes up to them and is like what's your deal I, tell me right now what your deal is I will not wait for more information to come out. <laughs> Um, because I just like I know it's gonna be a whole fucking thing and like I'm aware that we're telling a story and in some respects as a player in a tabletop game you're part of the audience but in another respect it's like a thing you're doing and I just want to fucking circumvent the trouble of it I mean, but that that like bled in so well to uh to Brogan's whole deal though oh. like that I don't I don't think it would have hit as hard if y'all weren't super suspicious of the genuinely good uh you know uh shadowless dude. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I think you were dialed in pretty perfectly for that. Uh Brogan being like pleasant and nice. Like you broke through Drix's exterior so quickly too. <laughs> Drix Drix was trying. <laughs> like even so it was like, damn it, I like him. 
I I was re-listening to it like to prep up for this because I do my homework. Mm-hmm. Um and I fucking died at the the Rat King scene. <laughs> like <laughs> our our little bit of banter about no is that a white lie? Don't tell me if it's a white lie. Oh my god, that's so <laughs> you, you feel you feel bad about a white lie, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it, it worked really well for Brogan, but I, I did it with the guests that we recorded after you because we, we do have another recorded line, and I'm, I think I'm just going to do it from now on. We're just like kind of like uh, Who's after them. Uh, oh, I'll cut it out because it made it a surprise. But right, we recorded a whole another line. I was like, I was like, like thinking this whole past month, like we're getting really close to the the end of our backlog. We've got no, a recording. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I I fully had forgotten we recorded a something after the friendship coalition slide, but <laughs> but but yeah, but uh, yeah, that's because so much editing. But um, but yeah, I, I started like just being like, hey, just so you know, like this person, like the secret involves this. By the way, like. You know, everybody's, you know, and it's like, it's, it's not like, it's not always to like trick you guys, but you know, it's, I don't know, it's kind of always more interesting when a character has like something more to them, um, and something that can be like woven into the story. So it's like, oh yeah, this is the episode. This is why, why they're, why they're here. It's just easier if like, be like, hey, just so you know, uh, it's going to involve this. Um, oh, here's another good, here's another good note from editing, Greg. Georgie is not solely based on our friends Banani, but <laughs> I do have a love of busting her chops and getting worked up as her in a similar way that I enjoy busting Banani's chops and getting them worked up. Fair, valid, reasonable, <laughs> and now it. that you pointed out, I can see it. You kind of mm-hmm. see it. I, I, it was a, that was the revelation I was having, and Zan, Zan now now knows Banani a little bit. Uh, Playing in the Jason's art game with Banani, uh, yeah. Some of some of Georgie is is Banani inspired, not intentionally, but it comes through. I think <laughs> is is Banani aware that Georgie is is Banani inspired? I wasn't aware until right uh, until I was editing and wrote this down. And then <laughs> Banani will never find out because Banani will never listen to this talk back. <laughs> Banani. I've got some bad news. The, the talkbacks go on the feed now. Oh shit! I still don't. I still don't think they'll listen to it. Much, much like your your group of of uh, of 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 unnamed uh, collective folks. Um, I am also a messy bitch, so uh, I will. I, I am unfortunately a messy have bitch. You listen to the drama. I oh, you know I do. Honestly, you know oh. what? You know what? I feel like the, this talk back in particular it, it reveals um, more more than other talkbacks also reveal it. But I feel like we're showing our hands in terms of how uh, incestuous is the wrong word, but <laughs> incestuous our uh, our tabletop groups are. Just in the way that everyone who has ever been on this podcast, except our upcoming guest, has somehow met almost everyone else who has been on this podcast, despite them all like us all knowing different people. <laughs> it's called community. It's called community, but also apparently when you come guest on Ghost on a Train, you need to uh, then become friends with and play games with like 10 to 15 people. Our friend groups are a series of concentric circles.
it's it's kind of like a little it's kind of like a little blob with tentacles coming out of it uh that snag people <laughs> and like three months ago knew like two of us <laughs> <laughs> and oh, yeah. now not only do they know all of us we've introduced them to like four of our friends you know uh, that it's just it's effective ice breaking um mm-hmm. and, and that if that is if that is what the show is gonna do well then it's doing a hell of a job damn it doing a hell of, doing a hell of a job thank you zan <laughs> Hey, I mean, if you, if, if, you, you know, uh, goat, goat is a great, uh, great little, uh, trial run for being a gaming friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no better trial than doing it, but re-record it. That, that exactly. Hey, here's your test. Here's your test. People are going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You it's going to throw- be associated with your name, at least your online name. <laughs> you throw a kid into a swimming pool with an audience, and that's how they learn. <laughs> what kind of test is it if you can't go back and evaluate? <laughs> you know what? There we go. Too real. <laughs> what is what is my editing runs? Like, my, my two editing passes, but, like, me watching, like, a game tape. Like an NFL coach. It's like in, in in Blue Lock when the kids all lock themselves in a room for for three days and watch videos of their soccer games. My favorite part of Blue Lock is the lock. There's a lot of lock. <laughs> uh, anyways, the Sixth Century Limited. Uh, I got I got some uh, compliments. I got some listener compliments on the notion of the Sixth Century Limited as a ghost train. And compliments from you all, but I'm proud of that. Um, yeah, it, it was meant to be thematic to the unionization of line bulls, kind of uh, with like both the history, like the history of your profession, and then also like you know a bunch of ghosts coming together. Um, and I'm pleased with how I squared a ghost train into uh, like how this ghosts in this world works, and you can't really have a ghost train, but you you can for me. Um, the dust devils, though. Uh, I realized, like, the overlap. It's like, oh, these are kind of just the Dust Devils, but with a train <laughs> shape. But the Dust Devils I came up with second, because <laughs> I, I wanted to do Supernatural Weather, uh, uh, which we hadn't done in a minute. Um, and then, uh, like, coming together as a greater threat kind of happens, and then I was like, oh, this is not going to be a very subtle line, huh? <laughs> might, as well, might as well the King of Rats show up to be like, hey, me too. <laughs> Subtlety is overrated. Yeah, Was, yeah. Did you add the King of the Rats after the other two? Yeah. Well, so yeah, I I planned I planned out um, I planned out you know the Sixth Century Limited, and then I was like supernatural weather, and then I was like, what kind of weather is there in a dusty desert? Uh, and then I was like, dust devils. That's a fun name. And then I was like, oh, it's oops, it's them again. Um, and then I the King of Rats actually you meeting them was spur of the moment. Because um, that was, it was you guys that decided on a tour of the train. And so I was like, well, while we're here, <laughs> while we're here, we might as well meet that that little fella. Do another metaphor. I mean, I'm just happy that that uh, Brogan got to meet him without the the month long trial period that uh, that Andrew had. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. The King of Rats, the King of Rats is very fun. They've done some shit, and they'll continue continue doing shit. I, I must know what their machinations are. What are, they, what are they on about? What are, 
Well, you know what? We'll find out eventually when Pip... Uh, oh, yeah, releases all those uh, rats from that slaughterhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Pip's, got a, a, Pip's got a cute Pip's side quest. Pip's got a quest. side quest. Yeah, it's, it's just sitting in the queue. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get to it. it. Uh, okay, okay, here's another thing that I... Kno- the, the last thing that I noted down, really, uh, was like a, a fiddly rules thing, where, uh, what is it? Apparently there's a bit where I almost reduce an attack by two for Pip, even though he doesn't have the anchor suit on. That's because I knew he was getting busted up, and Guy, I'm pretty sure, rolled a 12+. Plus. Uh, and so I was kind of toying with the notion of letting a 12+, plus reduce harm and trauma by two. Uh, and then Hannah was like, oh, but Pip's not wearing the armor. Um, and I'm, I'm oh, honestly... I tattled on you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Actually, I'm not sorry. You love getting beaten up. <laughs> That's true. They love uh, it. Can I get a can I get a harder daddy? No, you cannot. <laughs> Rainbow Roll Fest got that. <laughs> the Rainbow Roll Fest judges got that. Um, they sure did. But uh, so, anyways, I basically steel is already the only role where you full succeed on a ten plus. So, like John Harper was already making it easier to reduce your harm, uh, and I feel like the spirit of the game would be best served by only reducing it by one degree. Um, and, like, on top of that, we've played for, like, 60 episodes. Yeah. None of you have died yet. So I don't think it's too unreasonable that, like, certain hits are just too big to prevent without a scar. Like, I think it's, I think you guys are fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm not broken up about it. Although. Oh, you love getting me. Exactly. It's more fun for me. It's, it's more dramatic stakes. Although I do have to ask, is this, is this the one where I say, uh. That there is a reason for the Jean-Claude hate. Do I get to explain that yet? Um, I mean, you mentioned that, that Jean-Claude's a messy bitch who lives for the drama. He's a messy bitch who lives for the drama. You don't want to explain it, like, in show? No, because it's kind of like a an anecdote for my personal life. Oh, uh, you know what? Tell it. <laughs> are, you, are you being a, mess, a messy bitch who lives for the drama? No, it's... <laughs> so, the reason... It's Jean-Claude. Uh, long ago, in the distant time of when I was way, way little, I actually lived a year abroad in Australia. And there was this bakery called Jean-Claude's. That it was by our house. We pretty much walked through it. Uh, and <laughs> it's just kind of like stuck to me as just like this, this fun like a place that I think about that had good cookies, but there is a a home video of my dad basically like giving my mom a hard time because uh, stop at the bakery often is like this is the work of Jean Claude, and so ever ever since then <laughs> it's like how could you how could you have done this to me and my family? That's the whole story. That is a good good phrase. It's a good phrase. It does have a nice ring to it. Right? There's, there's something dramatic about it, but... If we use it in the show... Please. <laughs> You'll know why, listener. I'll know why. Are you saying that Jean-Claude was, in fact, a member of the Baguette Brotherhood? Indeed. That's the secret second union that the Realm men are part of. <laughs> Oh, oh boy! 
the railmen usually are kind of like rude, messy bitches. Uh, and I, I feel like everybody was pretty nice to Brogan. So it just made sense that it's like, oh yeah, the railmen are like, they're hardline union guys. <laughs> they're, they're like, oh yeah, we called you here. <laughs> I mean, like historically speaking, that lines up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we recorded this um, all before 87 Strikes started, right? We're, we well, did, no. Actually. At least a few of the 87 Strikes, but before the uh, writers and the actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was, what, March? This was after the railroad, the railroad strike got shut down, but before SAG and the WGA and such. So, yeah, huh. Yeah. Airing at a prudent time. Cogent, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Once again, serendipity. And solidarity. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah, baby. We support SAG after. Let's go. Yeah. Support your units. Pay your riders. <laughs> pay the riders, pay the uh, airline attendants, pay the nurses, like all of all of, all of the above. Everybody gets rights money in healthcare. Let's go. Zan and, and, and everybody else, I suppose. Uh, uh, so 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 I'm I'm, I'm curious about uh, powered by the apocalypse. You got I forget how, how much experience you got with that. Uh, a bit, a bit, a bit, a fair bit. How do you a fair bit? A fair bit, as most gamers, I'm sure. How do you, how do you like how do you like ghost lights? <laughs> because I I think while this was airing, that was when we 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 we. Won that sick award for best use of game. Uh, Congratulations on that, by the way. Thank you. I'm like, huh? Yeah. Are you having a? Do do you think Ghost Lines fun system? Fun system? Are we? We're doing too much with it, or we're doing too little with it? We're doing just enough. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's so. I went into it not really having a good grasp of the lore, um, because it does feel like it's really blades in the dark, like built in. Um, and, and so I, I wasn't super familiar, like a lot of games, it feels like you can kind of walk, like, uh, separate the, like the gut and bo- the, the nut and bolt mechanics from the, the setting. And I don't think that that's something that this game has. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's just, it it is how it's written. Um, there's some neat stuff in it. I, I think the lightning, uh, bottles, the, the lightning oil, the, juicing yourself up with those that is fucking strong um but it's 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 a really interesting like uh meta currency that a lot of the other ones don't have uh so i think that's cool if nothing else just anything to spice up a pbta a little bit um but i i really think the like the choice of picking the one thing you don't want to do on a steel roll uh i thought that was that that was a really interesting choice it like even in the the opportunity of like a pretty nasty failure, it's still. I, I think there's something really to be said for letting you write your own failures, um, and, and that move is is a perfect example of that. Thought that was really really cool. J Dog made a good game. <laughs> yeah. Also, funny you mentioned the lightning oil thing because that's something that I'm etern- eternally like insecure about because I'm pre. I don't know how it's supposed to work. Like that one. That one is kind of a, a house rule. I was gonna it say. It just says. Oh yeah, I think you nerfed that. It. I. I think I did the opposite. <laughs> uh, so the the exact wording for lightning oil is uh, lightning oil charges your equipment. The 
Game Master may ask for additional charges for uh, more advanced uses of your equipment. Uh, and so in order in Trials of the Apocalypse, in order to use any electricity at all, they had to spend the lightning oil. Hmm. That's Ooh. that just seems mean. <laughs> yeah. That's tough. So so well also also their lightning hooks were like were different. They were like these like cool like chain hook things that, that were then electrocuted. So it wasn't like like you could use a lightning hook and then you spend an oil to, to charge it. It was interesting. Um but also just a reminder of like, oh yeah, this is four pages, so there's a lot that like is up to interpretation. I feel like the the lightness of the four pages, like that makes uh, that, that you know, you get the wiggle room there. I think it's worth it. I think it's a good trade-off. Yeah, yeah. And there's room to expand on stuff like we do with layovers, where, you know, those are just kind of, like, our, our layover episodes are just built out of, like, what are essentially just D6 roles that we built out into, like, a larger a larger format. Oh, okay, so I didn't miss the, the expanded goat errata rules. Um, <laughs> just the I, I, goat rules. We'll do a do a campaign, and we'll make a a, a ghost on a train role playing game. Hey, <laughs> but here's but here. Let me tell you, <laughs> this one suspiciously similar to Ghost Lies. <laughs> we add one extra page. <laughs> uh, so honestly, a a big reason, a big reason of of both Zan and Brogan bringing Zan and Brogan in was because I did I did want to to cheer cheer your characters up. Get get some get like you know some positive momentum going. Uh, I think I told you guys uh, like in Scotland there will be will be victory. We're gonna we're gonna do it. Um, uh, things look tough now, but I, I believe in you. Um, I, I guess I guess you three regular players. Uh, how 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 effective was it? How do you think this experience is gonna actually stick with you guys? Uh, I mean, I think. Um, that will largely depend on what happens next. Um, to me, this line felt, I mean, it, it, it certainly was a, it was definitely a break, um, from the bleakness of the last few, but a lot of it was kind of like restoring hope, um, of like, okay, here's, here's a way to fight all of these shitty things that are happening. Um, and, I guess there are two ways forward. Either the method that we have been given to fight will be effective, in which case I think that'll be a big lift to morale, or it will not be, in which case that hope will be pretty quickly crushed. I mean, no, it's, I mean, it's got to be effective, but... <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers! Yeah! All right. Well, I didn't know that. You don't want to just, like, get their hopes up and then crush it in front of uh, a god well, and he, everyone? He keeps saying, every, you know... Well, we'll see how the stuff with Candace goes, and so I did not think that it was settled in your head yet. It's okay. Uh, we're, we're here at the depot. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not talking about in-game, I'm talking about in our fucking apartment when we're talking about ghosts on a train. You've been playing coy with me for, like, six months, and now you're just telling us? Damn. Wow. Greg out here holding out on us. Everybody's being a messy bitch tonight. Always. Always. This is the work of Jean-Claude. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I I suppose in that case, yeah, it'll be a and it'll be nice to have a victory under our belt. I feel like we haven't 
had like a clear cut one of those in a in a good while. Yeah, I mean, I I I I'm sorry, sorry for being coy with you, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, it, it would be pretty unsatisfying, I think. <laughs> I mean, it would be a big. You know, I, I don't think it would be unsatisfying. I think it would just set a certain tone. I think how I think whichever way it ended up, it would very much just be like, ah, ah, so that's how this like that's how this act is playing out, huh? It would take us into the um into the area of like, ah, this is kind of kind of a tragic story of like you keep trying to fix things and make them better and just nothing seems to stick. And I think those stories are um, often satisfying because we live in a world where it's very hard to make things better and seeing those experiences reflected, you know, it is its own kind of catharsis, I think. But then there's the other kind of catharsis I I, 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 want to tell a more hopeful story. I was going to say, I just don't, I, I think those are fun to like read and write and watch or whatever, but I, I don't think they're very fun to play. I have to agree with that. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure there is like if if your group's down for it, and I mean, it, I mean, I, I I enjoy like a certain, you know, one of those games. It's like, oh, you're marching towards doom. I mean, we did freaking for the queen, uh, that ended in everybody's deaths uh, already. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I I I feel like I feel like for something longer like this, um. And something where I'm trying to like give you kind of like uh, ability, ability to to act on the the narrative. I, I I this is definitely like a personal preference for me, where it's like I know I would feel like I'm not having a very fun time if like after all that shit <laughs> that that the GM put me through, uh, it was like oh let's let's try something big and then it like that we like really set up to and then it didn't work. I would probably. I would feel that way. I get most frustrated in games personally when I feel like the GM isn't giving me a fair chance to make something work, which I feel like is something you were very good at. I very, very rarely feel that way playing with you. Um, so I feel like I, I would have been, I would have been like very sad probably if, you know, we try to, to save Candace and it, it, didn't work out but if you had i don't think i would have found it dissatisfying if i came out of it feeling like you know you had given us a fair shot and let us make our plays and let us make our roles but um i also like it when good things happen so yeah and obviously like stuff can spin off from it but i i i do think like obviously there there will be more to whatever whatever happens um, it's probably what I was being like very coy about, but yeah, I don't know. At, at its heart of it, like, I think this will have the intended effect just because you, you guys pulled together so well. Mm. Well, that's nice. Always nice when a plan comes together. Can't can't be sending an anti-union message these days. Can't be sending an anti-union message these days. Gotta mm-hmm. make the solidarity clear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Strikes on everybody. Strikes on. Strikes on. Strikes on. <laughs> Zan, Zan here while we're all talking about, about our game. No, I'm no, I'm I'm here. No, I'm just I'm the whole time I'm thinking like, oh well, this is this is really interesting. This is why, uh, and I'm this is making a stand on my soapbox for a second. This is why uh, out of game tools are super helpful because if you're feeling frustrated 
by a GM who like you feel like you can never win and you can never say the right thing. Well, hey, that's what stars and wishes are for. That's what you 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 should as a player you should feel comfortable enough with your GM to before it becomes an issue be like, yo, hey, can I like have a chance to not fuck up? Like, tell me what I need to do to not fuck up. Don't give me scripts, but like, tell me what I'm doing wrong here because I keep failing before I even can try anything. And it's that kind of resentment that, like, that'll kill a game in no time flat. So, no, I'm just happy to see that, like, this is the thing that y'all are talking about. I, I, I get a, a good feeling in my heart when I see healthy games. Aww. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we're good at talking, I think. Yeah, the four of us, like, we've been playing together for a while. Five of us. I don't know. No, four. Four. Four, four. of us. Oh, wait, wait, did you, are you, are you saying that I'm a friend? Like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to put the I mean, burden hey, of my, hey, my hey, expectations for You're an eternal, official uh, friend of the pod. Put your friend of the pod pin on. Oh, shit. Also, okay, with regards to you being like, Zan, you're just sitting here listening while we're talking about a game. You talked to Zan almost uninterrupted for a solid 40 minutes. <laughs> I was just sitting here. <laughs> this whole, this whole fucking team, you spent the first like 10 minutes of this whole depot talking about how muscular Zan is. I think Zan's exaggerating. has been appropriately struck. Greg, tamp down your thirst. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, my, that was when a little behind the curtain. We were having some weird issues with my connection, and I think I must have cut out. <laughs> I'm not. I, I, I don't seem to recall any of that. <laughs> I mean, Greg, Greg did have to stroke my ego a little bit. I didn't realize how much shorter I was. <laughs> until, yeah, Greg's until tall. Until we ran into each other. Listeners, if you're picturing Greg anything but tall, stop that. Greg I'm not going to lie. Stefan is also tall. I'm not going to lie. I thought Zan is, was pretty tall. I just kind of, I just kind of figured Zan, Zan was about as tall energy, as like, yeah. Greg and I. Zan has nope. a tall presence. And as yeah. tall energy, but also I think Stefan might just do you just assume that people are as tall as you usually? Cause you're tall. So the answer the answer is depends on how your voice sounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's I think the funniest possible answer to that question. <sighs> podcaster through and through you just hear someone you're like that's tall person and you may or may not be wrong but you know i mean it's a 50 50 shot right they're taller they're not that's true i feel like tall is not as binary as you've just described (laughs) statistics are misleading there are exactly two genders and it's tall and not tall it's taller than me and not taller than me. Spoken like a not tall. <laughs> I'll bite your shins. Guy is not tall and I am not tall. Banani, Banani's but I'm also than not me. short. Banani's, 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 we mentioned Banani way earlier. Yeah, no. <laughs> and it's, it's noteworthy how tall Banani is. Banani's real fucking tall. Mask was a surprising tall. Mask oh was God. a surprising tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Jeez. Okay, now we're just, we're. I, f- I feel like we're Least losing evolved, it. I think yeah. we. I think we should yeah. head. Yeah. 
I think that might be our time at the depot soon. Unless anybody has anything else they want to talk about uh, for this this line, this future. Man, I just want to talk about how how fucking cool it was to be a part of this. Like, it was really like it is. And I, I mean, hearkening back to the whole like incestuous Faustian nonsense, super suits, <laughs> the kind of the the whole thing that are the the gambits that we all run together. Like it was obviously, you know, if if Greg is vouching for everybody, then like everybody's cool as hell. Um, but it was just, you know, it's really, it's always difficult to be a new person in a group, especially like for for like a one off. Um, even though it was three episodes, it was just. Um, Oh no, y'all made the table feel really, the virtual table feel super welcoming. I just like, that was just really cool. Like it was such a good experience getting to, getting to sit at y'all's table. I'm really, really glad to hear that. Yeah, genuinely. It's like sharing a, a meme, like, hey, check out this cool thing I found. Except in most, this case, it's like a person, like, hey, check out this cool person we found. <laughs> Check out this cool person I found. You, you also. I, I, I'm not. I'm not going to have um, as much of an obvious crush on you as Greg has. But uh, having you, having it, it was a pleasure having you at our table. It was like an you, you were really fun. You slotted in really easily, and it's 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 always nice that. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all are too sweet. It was hmm, this. This was a. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to give you a little peek behind the counter. If there are low dopamine days, uh, I listen to those episodes because Aww. they are really heartwarming. Like, Aww. y'all, 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 y'all do me a real kindness. Oh, it's too much. Aww. Way too sweet. <laughs> Saccharine as hell. Hell um, yeah. <laughs> Leaving this, leaving this stuff at the depot with diabetes. Let's go. Yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna keep talking about how cool y'all are. Y'all gotta cut this. We gotta go. We gotta All right. go. Thanks so All much right. for listening to the stop at the depot. Uh, yeah. Next, uh, next uh, episode uh, is gonna be a layover. Um, I, I might, I might do the. We were talking about from now on. We might split the layovers in half just because uh, they They're always getting longer. They always are getting longer, and it's way easier uh, editing wise to split them into something more manageable. Way easy for you listening wise to split them into something manageable. Um, but this first one we didn't record it as two, so it might be a little weird. But then from here on, basically gonna be gonna be two parts for a layover. Uh, trust me, it'll be it'll be healthier in the long run. <laughs> Zan, where can we find you? Oh man. You can find me uh, at Insanity TTRPG in all of the places. Uh, I am not super active on uh, Twitter. Um, lately, I refuse to refuse. I I have the X. It is X is my name. Website doesn't get X. That is me. Website um, doesn't get X. No, it's Zan Zan Zan. No. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, insanity. Uh, I n x a n i t y t t r p g. Most places you can also check me out on my start playing page, which, uh, unlike the the uh, ad that Greg so beautifully slotted into the episode, I gave the wrong URL. Um, so ah! that is because you know why not? It's it's it, is it really a Zan thing if I don't do a goof at the beginning? Uh, it is startplaying.games slash GM slash Insanity TTRPG. I don't know why you needed the GM in there. I don't know why I didn't remember that you needed the GM in there. But I got a few games posted up right now. 
um, including one that Greg is in, and it's a super good time. Um, yes. The, the, the link that I had in the description, I think, still works, because I think I definitely just grabbed that from going to start playing, because I, I have used it uh, in order to sign up for that game. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> whoops, on the actual ad read. <laughs> I was, it was on me. It was on me. You know, what can, what, you know what? I was going to say, what could you do? But I could have looked at the URL before I started talking. <laughs> That's what I could have done. Oh, <laughs> but what can you, this is the work of Jean Claude, and I'm leaving it at that. Thank you for listening to the Stop of the Depot. <laughs> oh wait, I've wait, been wait, Greg. Wait, wait, if you're if you're coming to PAX or uh, if you're coming to oh, Save shit. Against Fear, um, I've panel submitted to PAX. Maybe it gets accepted. Maybe it doesn't. But I've spoken at PAX a few times before, so fingers are really crossed. Um, or come and say hi to me at Save Against Fear, which is a really cool therapeutic gaming convention done by the Boltana Gaming Group, um, which is a really wonderful uh, charity organization. Um, so awesome. definitely look into them if you can. They're a really great group, yeah. and they're run by some really great folks. Oh yeah, yeah, that's th- that rules. Oh my gosh! All right, now bye everyone. <laughs> Another stop at the depot. Yeah. Bye. 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 Choo choo. Pride of is now arriving. Please allow all passengers to exit the train before boarding. This has been Ghosts on a Train, a podcast with the Faustian Nonsense Network, where we played Ghost Lines, an RPG written and designed by John Harper. Music by Sebastian Black and TJ Woods. Edited by Greg Corobus, with Creative Commons Zero Sounds from freesound.org. And additional sound design by Kai Gwillem Pritchard. Our cover art is by Yoshiko Agresta. Your line balls for this trip were... Indigo, badge name, Brogan. Played by me, Zan. Andrew Anderson, badge name, Dunville. Played by me, Hannah Levin. Adric, a.k.a. Drix. Badge name, Colburn. Played by me, Stefan Lewis. Pippin Pip McHugh. Badge name, McHugh. Played by me, Guys Webbell. And I have been your conductor, Greg Corobus. For bonus content, as well as behind the scenes, become a patron of the Faustian Nonsense Patreon. And in lieu of monetary support, a review on your favorite podcatcher will help Ghosts on a Train maintain visibility. If you have any questions about the Pride of Duskwall or additions to suggest for the train, please email them to ghosttrainpod at gmail.com or contact us on Twitter at ghosts underscore train. And I'll have Candace bring them to the line bowls. Thank you for riding with us, and please consider traveling with us again next time.